is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with systemsforselfcare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily actions so you can feel happier, healthier, and more confident. Today is Monday, Movement Monday. I wanted to share, you know, what, what's movement looked like for me in the past week. I think I shared last week how it, I got to this point where I was like, oh, things aren't going so well. And I need to make a change. Um, I, I don't enjoy how I am currently feeling, and I'd like to feel happier. I'd like to feel um, like I'm in my body, not in my head so much. So I knew that I needed to make a change, and it was great. I started uh, going to a different path. I think that I can't. Sometimes I feel really rushed by time. And I'm like, oh, I have to be. You know, I have to be here by this time. But these are things that I make up sometimes, um, and I do have a little bit more time in the day if I'm not on my phone, wasting time. And so anyways, it literally a 10, 15 minute drive to a path outside of our neighborhood. I felt alive being somewhere else, running somewhere else, moving my body, seeing humans. Um, and I started with that on Monday. So I just, I got to the path and I just, I ran, walked and it was really funny because the first mile of that, of those 60 minutes, uh, felt hard and I didn't want to do it. And then it got easier. It got easier as I was out there. And then on Tuesday, I repeated the same thing. I drove to the same spot, 10, 15 minute drive, got out there for 60 minutes. And what was interesting was the first couple of miles were really easy, but then the last couple were really hard. And I was like, oh, this sucks. Right. So it's just interesting. And just a good reminder that like, sometimes you just have days where it sucks and it might suck at the beginning or it might suck at the end. Um, it might suck the whole time that you're moving your body, but I stuck with it. It was really important to stick with it, especially when you're starting a new habit, um, it's important to, I mean, really take care of and nurture that habit. Um, it's not going to become something you do unless you deliberately practice it. Right. So even though the voice in my head was like, just stop, like, you don't want to do this anymore. Just stop. It was like, no, keep going Wednesday. Um, no time of my day to go and do that. Um, because of some other, you know, scheduling things, but Thursday and Friday, again, really important for me to get there. What was interesting on Thursday is the whole time I was running, run walking my 60 minutes, it felt easy. So I was like, that is hilarious. That Monday, the beginning part sucked Tuesday, the ending part sucked. And today or Thursday, rather, um, the whole thing felt easy to the point that I was like, like I could have kept going for miles and miles and miles, but I didn't because I just want to, I just want to run 60 minutes. And I want that to be what I do. And I don't want to feel like, I don't know that I, I just want that to be the habit. So again, I'm, I'm going to practice like deliberately practice the habit that I want. Um, and then Friday, I just did 60 minutes of walking. So again, keeping that habit in place. Um, I just walked on Friday because I knew that I was going to run on Saturday. So I wanted a little bit of a rest day, but it was an active rest day of walking, but it, it felt so good to move my body, to be out of my head, in my body, moving my body outside, um, seeing humans. Um, the 606 path, path here is just gorgeous. Like it's just so fun. I mean, it's really cool. It's an old railroad line and there's just like a lot, a lot of plants up there, a lot of nature up there, which is really weird. Um, because you're like up on an old railroad line, but a, a lot of really cool plants, um, and butterflies, um, that are attracted to this area. 
Um, I listened to a really interesting podcast. If you're in Chicago, Curious City, um, or if you ever come to visit Chicago or you just listen to the podcast, but Curious City, they were talking about how um, in the city, there are there's like more types of plants here than if you go to a rural area, if you go to a farm, because all the plants there are um, specifically grown for a certain reason, right? Like grown to create crops, you know, food. But here it's just kind of like the wild, wild west when you when it comes to plants and what will grow um, even in, you know, ridiculous conditions. So yeah, there's like a lot of really cool things up there. Um, a lot of beautiful flowers and trees and bushes and all of these different things. Um, the other thing that I did was I think either Thursday or Friday, maybe even both days, I actually just parked at a different spot on the path. So the path has several entrances that you can enter on. And I ended up parking like a little bit further East so that I got further down the path and got to see different things. So I was like, well, that's cool. Like that's something else that I can do with this. Like I can always go to this path, park somewhere and get on there and start running. Um, and I can decide to run East or I can decide to run West or, you know, I can do lap, whatever I want to do. But it's again, like it's this system that I'm having, but there's variety within it. I think a lot of times people will get nervous about having a system or creating a habit because they're afraid that they're going to get bored. Oh my gosh, I'm going to get bored. God forbid. Um, right. And so The thing is, is that there can be variety within the system. There's variety within the habit that you're doing. Um, But like choosing to, I know for me, if every morning I had to be like, ah, which path, you know, which park am I going to? Where am I going to in the city? That's too much thinking that needs to happen. And it probably won't happen because I'll I'll go on to Google and I'll start Googling like, oh, which Chicago park should I go to? Which trail should I go to? Right. And so it just no, it needs to be the same. And because it's the same, I don't have to think about it. There's um, there's less choice involved. There's less choice overwhelm or analysis paralysis. It's like just go park, park somewhere on this path and get started. But there's that variety of like, cool, I can park anywhere on this path. I can, I can go this way or I can go that way, but I know that I am getting to this path in the morning. So today's Monday, I went out there and did the same thing. And the interesting thing is that the weather, it was kind of drizzly and rainy, but I still got myself out there. Um, and I was complaining a little bit (laughs) as I was getting wet, but I was like, it's fine. It's fine. Um, it sucks. It sucks to be running in the rain. I'm not really a fan of running in the rain, but I was like, this is really, really important. Why is this really important? Right. So this is like, um, when people talk about motivation, people think that, and I swear, like how you see motivation, the word motivation on social media is like excitement. It's like, oh, I just don't have any motivation. It's like, right. You might not have excitement about the, doing this thing. You might not have enthusiasm. I wasn't enthusiastic to go run, but the reason I go do it, the motivation, the motivating factor, the reason I go do this is because it helps me feel good, not gross in my head. It helps me stick to a a schedule. And when I stick to a schedule, I feel better. I feel better in my head and I feel better in my body. So it's really, really important that I do this even when, cause I still have that voice. I don't go, don't bother. You know, one day, one day doesn't matter when I have my clients work with me. Uh, one of the things in the workbooks that we use, um, in our coaching sessions, 
gets to the, the bottom part, the bottom part of the workbook. It says, what is that self-sabotaging voice going to say? You know yourself best. And when you're starting a new habit or you're in the middle of a new habit where it gets to the boring part where it's like, oh, there's not that novelty anymore. What does your self-sabotaging voice say? And for a lot of people, it is, um, it's just this one time. Um, it's not going to make that big of a difference. Uh, you're a quitter anyway, just quit. You know, so it's like knowing yourself best. And then what are you going to say when those things pop up? So for me, like, oh, running the rain is so hard. It's like, it's not hard. Like this is, this is actually going to help you feel better. So even though it feels like it's hard to be out there in the rain, this is going to help you feel better. So continue doing this. Um, and I think it's really important to you to use that voice, like that tone, like that's a, it's a no nonsense, nurturing tone, being a parent for yourself, but being a kind parent, not being an authoritarian parent who's like yelling and screaming at you. Right. But it's like, no, this is for your own good. Like, again, I think you talked about it on Friday. Like this is for your own good to come home at 7 PM and not stay out until 4 AM. This is for your own good to have one um, scoop of ice cream instead of 12 scoops of ice cream. This is for your own good to have vegetables with your dinner instead of just eating ice cream. You know, this is for your own good to, you know, what, like have watch one hour of television instead of 8 million hours of television. So, um, again, using that kind, no nonsense, nurturing voice. And what that does is it helps you take action. If that's the voice that you're using with yourself, those are the thoughts that you're having. Um, that's the action that you will take. And furthermore, like the life that you get to live. Um, I think that that, that, that's been the thing that's been really tough I think during the pandemic is this, this perpetual waiting and languishing. That's the word my friend used languishing, waiting for this to end, but also knowing this might not ever end and you still need to live your life, right? Like I can't just sit around and wait for all of coronavirus to be gone because, you know, this has been two years of us living life. Like almost 700 days of, you know, like, right. So it's like those days matter today matters, right? Today, the pandemic is still going on. We still have to stay home. We still have to wear our masks, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're not getting into giant groups and meeting up in office buildings, you know, whatever. Um, but I'm still a person living on this planet, um, today. And so what can I do to enjoy my life today? Even while, you know, everything is not completely normal yet. So yeah, it's this really important thing of like, sure, we want to like look forward to the future, but also live, live your life now, not push everything off to the future. And so that's been, that's something that I have to keep reminding myself of is life is still happening right now. And I think that, you know, the changes that I've made with getting out there, I've been, I've just been so much more active in our community or like in the city rather with going out during, you know, going out during the week for these runs, um, going out on Saturdays and volunteering with Kara and Sundays volunteering with Kara, and then also volunteering at a farm here in the city, but like still continuing to live my life, even with the pandemic coming, going on, you know, just safely living my life. Um, because again, it's, we don't know when this will end, if this does end, 
Um, but like life is still happening. So what are you doing to show up for yourself and enjoy that life? So yeah, that's what movement has looked like for me. It's been really enjoyable. I think the thing that I've realized too, is because I stopped going to my coworking office, I have missed out on the hour of cycling that I used to have. I used to commute with, um, by bike. And so that's no longer in my day. So it's like, well, how else can I just move my body more? Um, and just finding ways to plug that in. And I mean, it's not perfect. (laughs) It's not perfect. I don't know that it will ever be perfect, but just continuing to show up for myself. So that is movement Monday for you tomorrow. I'll be back with tipsy Tuesday. And then I have two great interviews for you on Wednesday and Thursday. And of course, food Friday, we'll talk more about imperfect eating, showing up for yourself and showing up for your body. Again, um, moderation made easy. That is my completely free course. This teaches you how to have a balanced life when it comes to food. This teaches you how to, you know, stop being weight on a diet and stop being weight off a diet and just have that balanced moderate relationship with food. Um, people tell me this helps them just like live with ease, helps them know how to eat without being on a diet and without eating a whole bunch of cake and every meal. So moderation may be easy. If you are ready to feel ease with food, if you are wanting a simple and sustainable and sane way of eating, get moderation made easy again, completely free for that. Go to systemsforselfcare.com slash moderation made easy. The link for that is in the show notes. And if today's episode or any episode of this podcast has been helpful, remember you can always buy me a cup of coffee for that. You'll go to ko-fi.com slash Jack Murphy Silver. That money just goes to support the podcast, support the blog, support all the free content that I send your way. Again, have an amazing week. I will see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye.